This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to this special bonus episode from Olive Magazine's Raise Your Cooking Game podcast. To listen to the full bread episode, go to olivemagazine.com, Acast, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a bonus episode of the Olive Magazine Raising Your Cooking Game podcast. I'm with Olive's Deputy Food Editor, Adam Bush, who's going to take us through one of his favorite bread recipes. What have you got for us, Adam? Focaccia. I love focaccia. Same. One of my favorite breads, to be honest. Um, Yeah, it's just such a crowd pleaser. Yeah, and lots of points in there that we can highlight to people about how to get it exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so this recipe is on the website, mm-hmm. olivemagazine.com, and it's called Easy Focaccia. Yep. What do we need to make it? Um, extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, extra virgin is quite important. You know, you want that sort of grassy, peppery flavor and yeah. deep color. Um, rosemary, strong white bread flour, fast action yeast, and flaky sea salt, sea salt flakes. Fantastic. So how do we start? Okay, so you put six tablespoons of oil into yep. a bowl. And then you put your, um, like, strip all your rosemary leaves into it. Um, so basically, that will just be, like, really infusing and getting the rosemary, like, because nice. you've stripped all the, oil, the, the leaves off. You'll get that sort of rosemary oils mingling with that oil for when you come to use it later. And it'll stop the rosemary burning as well. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from, like, the, the real fierce heat of the oven, the oil coating the rosemary, yeah, will stop it from, yeah. So we're going to keep that aside for the topping. Yes. Okay, so in a big bowl, put um, your 300 grams of strong white bread flour, um, a seven gram sachet of fast action yeast, um, and the remaining three tablespoons um, of extra virgin olive oil, along with one teaspoon of sea salt flakes. Um, and we're using fast action yeast, like we talked about in the podcast. So you can add this straight to the flour, salt, and everything. Um, right. It'll just hydrate and get working in the dough itself as it um, uh, proves. Um, 
And then you want to have 175 mils of water in a jug by the side. And then basically gradually add that to the dough whilst kind of mixing. You can start with a fork or something like you would for pasta dough. Um, and then once it starts to come together into quite a sticky dough, actually, um, yeah, use your hands. And yeah, don't don't be tempted to add any more flour because you want your focaccia to be like quite highly hydrated. So it will be, it will seem overly sticky, won't it, at this point? Yeah. And that's, and to be honest, that's, that's a good thing. That's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something right here because if it, if it wasn't, it would be like, you know, it wouldn't have enough water in it, for, in my opinion. So that's like a really good, a good indicator. Yeah, if it feels a little bit too. I mean, obviously, if it's kind of liquid. Yeah, if if you've got a batter, then maybe you've gone too far. But for for, for that amount of flour and 175 mils of water with the oil, that'd be perfect. Yeah, nice. that'd be really nice. But yeah, um, and then you want to tip it out onto onto a, a lightly oiled surface, mm -hmm. um, and then really give it a good knead for like six to eight minutes. Um, really working it, like stretching it, pressing it, pushing it, and um, but not tearing it. I think the temptation is to really stretch it out, yeah. but actually you kind of you kind of really just want to work it in small um, little bits and like like sort of stretching it. And is there it. a best? Is there a better um, surface to use? Like, is there an optimum surface to use? I guess if you if you're lucky enough to have like marble or something. Yeah, well, you, you definitely don't want it to be like uh, porous. Like, so, so like a wooden chopping board wouldn't be good because if you've been chopping Stick garlic or it, yeah. like anything, um, it's the dough is probably going to pick it up or it, or it could pick mm. it up. So yeah, something like a nice clean like tabletop, uh, not yeah. tabletop, like a, you know, Work kitchen top. surface, worktop. Um, it's going to be absolutely perfect. And um, the oil just really, because it is a sticky dough, that will prevent it from sticking. Mm. And also as you oil the the surface, you have a bit of oil on your hands. So it stops, should stop it from sticking too much to your hands and, as well. And then while we're kneading and kneading, is it going to get less sticky? Yeah, yeah, de definitely. Um, the reason why it's sticky at the start is because um, the flour has kind of been like shocked by the amount of water mm. and it can't fully hydrate itself all in one go. And as you knead it, you're kind of going to be working more of the liquid into the particles of the flour. And so it will kind of become a bit more smooth and elastic and, and a bit shinier and won't have that sort of tacky um, yeah, feel. That so, it the, so the... The idea is just persevere with it and eventually you'll get to where you need to be. But bear in mind, it's going to be a pretty soft dough. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cool. And that, and again, that is a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then get another clean bowl, lightly oiled as well, mm -hmm. it is, because it is it will still be a little bit sticky. It will um, put the, the dough into the bowl uh, and cover with a, a clean tea towel um, and then leave for you know, until it's doubled in size, really, depending okay. on your on your room. And at, at this point, can we employ the the kind of slow proof thing that we talked about before the slow rise yeah i mean absolutely after that first um that this first uh, doubled in size proof you could cover it and, and, and put it in the fridge um overnight and it will it will prove a little bit more but it will potentially like really increase the flavor profile for me anyway mm. i think and um or if like you just don't have time it's like oh i've got to go and do something you know put don't, no need to throw it away or anything just chuck it in the fridge yeah cool brilliant okay so when you um the next step really um is you want to oil a real nice heavy baking sheet yeah um punch down the dough in the bowl and then tip it out onto the surface because you kind of um bread likes to be shown who's boss <laughs> basically i was gonna say why why are we why are we like why do we always um, apart from the fact that it's deeply satisfying yeah to like punch the dough back down why do we do that I mean, it's to stop irregularities in the dough from forming. So you might have um, like really big air pockets that actually when baked kind of don't really give you the texture that you want. So it's right. basically a, a way of like regulating that. Um, and because you're going to, 
prove it again. Uh, yeah. So I know it seems kind of counterintuitive. You've just like grown this beautiful bubbly dough to then sort of knock it back and knock all the air out. It's kind of yeah counterintuitive, but trust trust us, it, it, it works, and that's what you do. And then um, yeah, give it a quick little knead. You know, mm. not not like a big knee, just like a little bit of pressing, you know, get it into, start working into the shape that you want. Like, you know, that classic. So the second one is more of a shape than a knee. It's just bringing it back together. Yeah, yeah. but you, assertively, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, then obviously put onto your baking sheet and then you want to be working it into that lovely rectangle, you know, that classic shape um, that you want. And remember, it is going to prove again. So make sure it's like a decent, not decent size, but, you know, it's not like too, you're not like worried about it being really thick at this stage because it's going to, really prove again so you've you've shaped it into your kind of focaccia style slab yeah and then you're going to leave it again how long do you leave it for the second time um probably 30 minutes to an hour depending on your room but until you basically you'll be able to tell it's like it'll be nice and puffy yeah. nice and puffed up and then um you want to heat your oven so while that's happening get the oven on yeah so basically yeah while it's while that second proof and also if you have a cold room the oven being on might also help push you know bring the temperature up um yeah 220 um or fan 200 Mm -hmm. gas seven um and this for me is like the best bit about making focaccia is the dimples yeah (laughs) so (laughs) how do you dimple it um i would either lightly wet my hands or lightly oil them and then basically just use your fingertips to really assertively push loads of different holes you know and be like you know and that's how you get those little like random bubbles and dents and also if it's gonna like little oily pockets to sit in yeah. after um and it is deeply satisfying really as well is. to like yeah. sink your fingers yeah. into that dough isn't it's, it? it's like one of those jobs in the kitchen that everyone wants to do <laughs> um and then you'll have your rosemary infused oil off nice. to one side which you then here's one i made earlier bring in um yeah and drizzle it all over with the rosemary leaves and then a really nice generous pinch of sea salt yeah on top and do you kind of push it down into the dimples as well? Or do you think, it'll, will it just naturally fall yeah, into Yeah, I think, I think you want to just really gently, you want to like sort of, you don't want it to be sat on top, but yeah. you want it to be, you know, mingling with the dough. But they shouldn't burn because it's been in the oil for that long. The, the no. rosemary shouldn't really catch. Yeah, no, it shouldn't do. It might do. I mean, it might do in places, but I think that's that's a nice thing as long as it's not actually burnt. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and then bake. Bake for 20 minutes um, until really nice and golden brown. Yeah. Um. What are we looking for when it's done sort of like puffed golden brown? Can you do that little tuppy thing that you do with bread? Yeah, you might be able to have a little lift over and basically you want it to sound hollow. That usually means that all the water has evaporated yeah. or that is available to evaporate and without it drying out and um, is like fully baked. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Um, And then I think this is one of your tips. You cover, cover it loosely with foil as it, as it cools and it just... I, yeah, I just like to, if I'm making something like focaccia, because you know it can it can form a little bit of a crust even yeah. with all that oil on yeah, it yeah. but if you just put a tea towel over the top yeah um it just kind of again steams it a little yeah, bit yeah. afterwards and you get a lovely lovely soft kind Squidgy. of squidgy yeah yeah nice it's a great base recipe and um you mentioned in our main podcast you can add loads of things to it yeah so what sort of things would you put on uh i would definitely when i'm adding like my rosemary oil i'd be pushing like nice green olives like stoned green olives into it you could do um a pinch of chili flakes then if that was your that was your thing um you could do a scattering of cheese like, or if um with the oil you could you could with your rosemary oil you could crush a clove of garlic in nice. with it and because it obviously because in that time in the oil it should have like not burn when you use it later because it's fully coated in the oil um yeah or any kind of seeds like sprinkle on top sesame poppy yeah and it's great for summer as well it's great for barbecues yeah picnics you can sort of split it and fill it and take it 
cut it into big wedges and have millions of sandwiches. How yeah. long will it last for, for for people who want to sort of keep it a few days? Frigatta is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, if, if you wrap it once it's cold, yeah. um, wrap it well. It, yeah, at least two or three days, it'll yeah. still be pretty pretty fresh, nice. pretty good. That's a great one, Adam. Oh, well, thanks for talking us through that and some great tips there. Cheers. That was the Olive Magazine podcast. For more information on things we talked about in this episode and to check our back catalogue of over 200 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com.